Hello everyone and welcome to Dungeons and Dragons and Science. We are Hello. the RP Ooh. Geeks. <laughs> Sorry, I was delayed. I got a ping to this <laughs> conversation <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, we are the RP Geeks. We like playing D&D and we like talking about science. Uh, before we jump in to uh, Adventures in Space, um, let us remember to introduce ourselves. <laughs> As we always do. So. I would say the lack of introduction isn't the problem. It was the lack of not explaining where I was. <laughs> Last I, well, well Bates is here. So Bates clearly is here. There were some there were some mistakes made when when Emily wasn't here to supervise us last week. Um, but we're very pleased that she's here now. Um, I am I'm, not the supervisor. <laughs> I try, but uh, clearly it doesn't work. Right, my name is Sharmini. I use she, her pronouns. Uh, I'm, I'm a science communicator and um, I'm playing uh, Tenebris, who also uses she, her pronouns, um, in Judges and Dragons and Science. Um, Bates, let's throw to you. Hello, I'm Emily Bates. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm playing Infinite Skies 6000, who is a druid droid, and Simon. Hello, I'm Simon. Uh, I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Uriel, who uses he, they pronouns, uh, who is a dwarf monk. Uh, but because we, we should probably mention, actually, the intro, like, we've reskinned D&D, so that's why my character art doesn't look like a dwarf monk. Uh, everything yeah, is sci-fi. good thing to mention, isn't it? Should yeah. we get, like, so a set intro that we, that we do? We no, could have like a little shirt, and it would be really The reskinning is really important. Like the sci finest is really important, and the reskinning because people would be like, there are no dragons in this. That's true. So, <laughs> that's a good point. Okay, there next wasn't time. a single dungeon in this entire place. <laughs> <laughs> Let I us specifically to the requested a dungeon and a dragon. All that we're left with is and. <laughs> <laughs> but there was and. I will give them that. Next up, I will remember to mention that our whole shtick is that we take D&D and set it in a sci-fi universe and use science to explain all of the things in the rules. That is what I will explain next time. <laughs> but for now... Right for now... <laughs> for now, we need to get the DM to introduce himself. Oh, yeah. Yes, I am the last person on the list of... Thank you. Yes, uh, I'm a DM The for this... Jesus, this is going badly. I am the DM for this campaign. My name is Ali. I use he, him pronouns. And that's it! Uh, Roll the intro! <laughs> Where were we? Well, I'll tell you where we were. <laughs> Our three heroes had been hired to investigate a smuggling operation at the foothills of the Mukinchi Mountains. They had made their way to the mine where this smuggling was taking place and encountered some strange goings-on. They'd gone down into the mine in the dead of night and found a hidden passageway after an encounter with two dangerous individuals who they laid out, one of whom they let escape, they continued down into the bowels of the earth, came across a river, which they forded with reasonable success, into a cave of stalactites and stalagmites, and a lot of creepy crawlies, and at last 
they found themselves on the edge of a subterranean ravine. Blackness beneath them, clinging to the sides, they moved along the cliff edge and eventually found a campsite, one glowing green orb illuminating it. In the campsite, a ring of tents. They investigated the tents, nothing in most of them except for the largest one. Where they found a bed, a pile of old books, old paper books, unusually, and a safe in the corner. Looking through the books, Infinity discovered a set of dates. They tried those dates on the safe, and hey presto, it opened and knock out uh, Tenebris was knocked out by knockout gas is what I will say there um, and that is where we find our party at the moment that Tenebris hits the floor I'm, I'm running in immediately and like shaking her and trying to see if she's alive if she's injured what's going on and the bit that the, the safe was contained gems, was that correct? Yes. And that was the only thing that we could Priorities. See. I'm just making really <laughs> sure that, that I, I was looking for my notes and I just had that down. I want to make sure that I didn't make that up somehow. No, no. So uh, you can see, um, Uriel, that the chest does indeed contain sort of glinting rocks, which look like gems to you from this distance. Infinity, you run over to Tenebris. She's breathing. She doesn't look as though she's been hurt. She just looks as though she's in a very deep sleep. Um, just like gently, like tap her on the face. Tenebris, Tenebris, um, are you okay? Tenebris, wake up, please. Nothing. Um. Can I investigate while she's doing that? Can I have a a, a closer look at what's in the safe? You can absolutely go and have a closer look. Um, you see, he uh, said, getting his dice out, which I'd forgotten to do. Um, Wait, dice are involved in what? Dungeons and Dragons and dice? What? Don't this to me. There is Hold an up. objective thing that is in that safe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can see a pile of um, yeah, uh, rough cut rubies um, and emeralds. And uh, you reach in, there's, nothing happens to you when you reach into the safe. You pick one up, hold it in your hand. It's heavy, high carrot. Um, and that's it. Okay, so it's it's definitely not the same material that the uh, artifact was made of. Uh, no, it's it's definitely not. These look like uh, Just boring old valuable gems. Uh, yeah, exactly. Can I make a medicine check to try and work out if she needs healing or whether it's just like a very deep sleep and actually healing wouldn't be useful? Absolutely. You know who I was talking earlier about how rolling 10 is the worst thing you can roll? I rolled a 10, so that's 14. <laughs> 14? Oh, wow. Plus four. Um, yeah, well, she's a wise one. <laughs> With a 14... Um, you can see that she's not in pain. Being asleep doesn't, you know, you can be in pain and, and be asleep. She's not in any pain. Um, 
she is completely knocked out. Um, but you do see that this is this is the kind of thing which will pass sooner than you know, say, a long sleep, for example. This is the sort of thing which might pass within an hour, say. Okay. Oh, she's having a short rest. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't like it though. Well, I mean, this is not in any pain. Can I slap her? Absolutely. Oh, wasn't it wasn't in pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's slap her. Well, I'm just spell thinking, okay, you, uh, I have to roll to hit. Is it advantage? Because it's advantage, right? Because she's. No, no, you don't have to roll to hit. Okay. But are you trying to damage her? Yeah. Okay. Well, like, Infinity isn't trying to damage her, but in game mechanics, she's trying to, like, do something that would wake her up more than just just a roll yeah roll a d4 and then okay, halve okay. it okay oh okay okay oh, i rolled a one half <laughs> and what's your strength oh, what's your strength modifier plus one so that's two isn't it well no unarmed well my damage yeah naturally would be a two anyway would be my unarmed strike so yeah two so uh Tenebris, you take two points of damage and remains completely out of it <laughs> oh i'm sorry what, what uh, did you do that for you did it earlier um uh, no i just i thought it might wake her up okay well at least you can't smell i don't know i had in my notes as well it smells awful you said mm. <laughs> it smells of bo like a lot of bo oh like, it's that kind of smells awful it's student like, house awful yeah there are but some dudes have been down here uh <laughs> just guys and... being dudes um Okay. Yeah. Well, at least you can't smell this. Um, yeah. Yeah. um, um what, what's in the safe? She doesn't. I don't think she's in danger. She might wake up. She's just having a nap. It's a bunch of just gems, really. It's nothing interesting. I mean, we may as well take them, but. I think Tenebris would want the gems. She seems to be interested in money a lot of the time. <laughs> Well, I mean, I also have a use for money. I feel like maybe we could uh, distribute them out amongst uh, everyone. Oh, I don't need them. Well, in that case, then I'll take the 70% being the finder, and then um, Tenebris uh, can take 30%. Um, Do you object, Tenebris? Yeah, I don't think you can ask her that when she's unconscious. Uh, she didn't object, so I'll take 70%. She can take 30%. I will. Well, maybe we should split it equally. Because now I feel like maybe I should have 33, and you should have 33, and she should have 33. I'm just going to look and be like, yes, that's a great idea. But yeah, yeah really like that idea. Yeah. Great. I will take Fantastic. my 33% and make a mental note to give it to Tenebris after. Um... <laughs> okay. Um, um, is there anything else around? Like, can I look, can I look at the vial that fell and whatever had the liquid in? Make an investigation check. What are you looking for exactly? I'm looking for that vial. Oh, you're looking. You're just looking for it. Trying to like. Oh no! So you can see where it is. You you don't need to make an investigation check for that, right? It was attached. One part of it was attached to the top of the safe. The other part of it was attached to the door. So when you pulled it open, it shattered the vial, and releasing this gas. So you can see that there's two bits of broken glass. Uh, It looks like, and it looks like it was very clearly a trap to stop people opening the safe. Yes, (laughs) I would say. That looked like a trap. And there's nothing left in it, is another thing I would like you to know. No, it seems empty. Can I look around for anything like the vial? Like, if there's other versions of it anywhere? 
or any potiony. Sure, make a yeah, make an investigation check. You're, you're searching the room. Toss the room. Well, two, so that's six. Yeah, I mean, it it looks pretty sparse, and you know, you you upend the pillow, you sort of just try and get your head underneath the bed. You're not really seeing much. It's pretty dusty and grimy anyway, so you wouldn't be able to make much out. Okay. Oh. It seems like a lot of effort for basically just a quarry. That's two traps that we've come across now. Yes. What well, are they, they trying to hide? I don't know, but they've knocked out Tenebris and. Well, Should we make a comfy... Is there, like, a bed I can put Tenebris in while she has her nap? There is a bed, yeah. Put her in the bed. Can you change your shape to be a bed? I'm not doing that. I'm not using my world shape to be a bed. Did <laughs> you become a bed, like, just with googly eyes? No. Like, not to tell you apart from a genuine bed. <laughs> anything not that, doing that, it. <laughs> anything that Infinity becomes has to have googly eyes. <laughs> no. You can't wild shape into objects either. They have to be pieces. Okay, sorry. Tenebris, while this is happening, you are completely blank. It's not like a sleep, no dreams. You're just out. Can I um have a look around, sort of leave the tent? Can I look at... So as I understand it, there was a ledge we were going along. There was the quarry kind of bit that was illuminated. Can I have a look and see what is kind of further along that ledge, if we were to keep going in our original direction? So, the ledge itself tapers away as you keep going in that direction. You can see it's not going much further. But, what you can see is that as you go into the cliff face, as it were, so if the, the place where the, the campsite is bored out of the rock, if you go into the darkness, into the cliff face, you can see that there's a tunnel leading into the cliff. And do you have dark vision? I do. I think we all do, actually. I have dark vision. Yeah, I think we all do. We, we made a dark vision. Wait, you're a dwarf. Do they have dark vision? It says I do. Oh, yeah. It makes sense. Barnic eyes. Baby. You can... Because the, at this point, the light of the globe is it's very weak so it's not really illuminating the walls but with your improved eyes substitute replacement you can see thick veins of grey ore snaking down that tunnel just like thicker we saw in the last cavern yeah but thicker almost like arterial veins Charmony giggled then I'm just going to put it out there that was you. The veins? Okay, you're talking. What? Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> fine. What? I, I thought, <laughs> I thought, <laughs> for once, the I thought Charmony was being dirty, and she wasn't. Oh, it, thick. You said and, thick. And veins. There was, a, there, was a whole, there was a whole yes. thing going on, and I didn't. Don't worry, I'm on it. Uh, yeah, and then I'm now just... I, look, oh, I did it again. Would you like a, a, a ladder yeah, to get out of this pit? Please. <laughs> Can I have your belt? No, the belt stays on for one session. Yeah, we'll see. Um, also, how can they be arterial veins? Oh, God. Um, yeah, well, uh, it's because the they're normally here. veins, but the blood flow has been reversed, and the uh, definition of an artery is something that takes blood away from the heart. That's all. So there you go. 
Um, oh, Maybe we uh, could retcon that. I've, I've not retconned anything yet, but I would retcon that. <laughs> all of the things. Yeah. Oh no, my pulmonary system knowledge. Uh, uh, right, guys, can we take a? <laughs> yeah. Let's call them arterial vessels. How about that? Okay. And Wait, what they do is they carry the party away from the plot. Or to it. I'm not sure. <laughs> Yeah, the, anyway. that's when they're veins. If they carry the party to the plot, they're, they're veins. Well, yeah. veins would be going to the heart to go, the heart go to, the to the lungs, to the lungs, yeah, lungs to the lungs, the not heart to the heart. The story. Because, wait, the isn't it? No, it's not doing with whether they're. Oh, yeah, no, it could be because it could be the pulmonary. Oh, if it were the pulmonary yeah. arteries, then they would be going. Yes. Be, uh, so it's all about going to the lungs. It's all about getting oh, to the lungs. No, no, no. It's a vein, it's dropped off its oxygen. It doesn't have oxygen. So it can. it's in an artery, I believe, going from the heart to the lungs. I think. I might be wrong. I think we're oh, going to no. have to come back with this one. I feel like we're, we're trying to delay the inevitable here. TPK. TPK. Tenebris. <laughs> you are laid out completely blank, completely white. Uriel, you're looking around the tunnel. You see this, this, uh, yeah, this tunnel moving into the, the face of the rock. Infinity, you've scanned the tent. You see nothing. I'm staying with Tenebris. Okay. So... Uh, are you going to do anything else? I think for the for the sake of to, for the sake of time, we'll say that Tenebris, you 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 wake up in about an hour. We'll say that. I would you like two... to have a quick chat with Uriel if he comes back in the tent. Yeah, right, I come wandering so, back. Um, assuming that you're not going to all try and do something crazy, well, let's say that this is a short rest for you two and for you Tenebris as well. Ooh, so it does count as a short rest as in I this can roll dice as a short even though rest. <laughs> I didn't mean to take it. It does nothing. As you wait for Tenebris as you wait for Tenebris to wake up. Nothing. An unintended short rest is a great way of describing being knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> I just took but an in unintended short I'm rest back there. Yeah. <laughs> oh sorry about that. But before Tenebris wakes up, um you want to talk to Uriel? Yeah. Can I see? Um, Uriel, do you do you not like Tenebris? Well, it's not I don't like Tenebris, it's just more that I have um, an aversion to organics. Why? They remind me of the me that I'm trying to leave behind. I'm much more interested in the mechanical, such as yourself. That's why you're everything I want to I wanna be, really. I would give anything to be like you and Tenebris. Well, I can't say I understand it, but it's an interesting data point to learn from you. Yes, a, yes, a data point, I guess. Yeah. And with that, Tenebris, you slowly come back to consciousness. Have you uh, rolled any hit dice? Your uh, choice. I'm about to. Um. um because did you many... take damage in the previous encounter as well? Yeah, I, I healed you once, but I don't. Uh, I'm just gonna roll. Yeah. Oh yes, maxed out my my hit dice. Amazing. I have just realised for the for the people who are watching the video version of this, our stat blocks actually need to be updated since we leveled up. So. Oh, uh, just AC. Uh, the HP does. Yeah. The HP great. does because we yeah. haven't. Is it level three oh, that you the, increase abilities? Level four. Level four. So, uh, what what is your max HP? Just for viewer reference, Charlie. Thirteen. I'm Thirteen. Back up to full. Thank goodness. I'm so tough. 
<laughs> okay, cracking. Alright. Uh, you okay, Tenebris? Why am I napping? Oh, um, the the safe opened and this this stuff fell out and you you, you went unconscious. My. I'm sorry. I slapped you. I'm so sorry. I just I thought it would wake you up, so I slapped you. It feels fine. Okay. Thank you for trying. Whilst you were um, on the floor, we decided to share out the gems that were in the safe, by the way. So if you want your share, then. Cool. There's gems. Are they ours? They are now. Oh, that's a very good point, actually, oh. Real. We just stolen these. I don't, there's nobody else around here. Yeah, but they might be coming back. They also tried to kill us with a rock slide. So... We don't know if it was them. Oh, the rock thing. Well, that probably was. I think it probably I was. I think it's probably from the bad people. I think we're probably okay. If Maybe... somebody tries to kill with a rock slide, rule of thumb, they're probably not a good person. Maybe the gems... Maybe they're so bad that they stole the gems from someone else. Right, we so we'd be doing them back. Good... Yes. We will take them and return them to rightful owners. Great. That sounds great. All right. I feel better. Good. Oh. You had a nap. A nap in naps can be very useful. I like naps. I like underground. I like warm and I like naps. I can't have a nap, really. Oh. I really struggle. I, I, I can't switch off during the day. It's kind of an all or nothing kind of sleep. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, shall we keep exploring? <laughs> I like that to be like three beats of awkward silence and then. <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Where? What? Mm, what is here? Did we? Why did they leave here? Will they come back here? Why are they gone? If they know we're coming, well, why are they? These were the people that we, you know, what attacked? What when they attacked they? us, you know, um. The one we let go, and the the lady with the with the big hair. Oh, they are not here, are they? They're mm. out there. Yes, but maybe they lived here before then. Oh, Sorry. maybe it was just them. But there are a lot more tents than two. Yes, but it could have been all of them. Maybe they're every. I don't You're understand why they were here. Sorry, what was that question? You didn't see anyone outside. No, just us. I don't understand why anyone would be here. They've cut this thing out of the rock with what looks like a laser, and there's nothing here. But there was a tunnel. Also, if they're supposed to be, uh, what are they, stealing the magnetite? Then that is not here. Why did they not, where are, maybe are this they is taking like, it here? Maybe this is like a base camp. There was a tunnel. Maybe you have to go much further in, and this is just like a staging post. But they're yeah. not just stealing from the mine, from the miners. They're making their own new mine here, digging new tunnels. Yes. Maybe taking new Should we go find them? Guess so. We have to, our job is to find them and stop. find out what they're doing and stop the stealing. So yeah, I guess. How are they stealing if they're taking it from a different place? Maybe it's a cover. Maybe they need an excuse to be here and they accidentally got rumbled about the magtype. Maybe they need both. But we've gone so far away from the main mine. I can't say I understand it. Okay, well, let's just, let's go find them. Yeah. 
where, where where do we go from here? There was a tunnel on the side over there. Okay. Would would you like me to go first again, Uriel? Um, I don't want you to. I'll go first. Well, no, 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 no. Uh, maybe I should go first. Actually, um, gotta gotta just want to try and keep you from harm. Thanks, Uriel. Not you. I meant her. Uh, Uriel. Um. Okay, you go first. As Uriel walks away, I'm just gonna slip all of the gems Uriel gave me into Tenebris's bag. <laughs> How much are oh, those worth, by the way? Just for bookkeeping purposes. You don't know. <laughs> Do you have a proficiency in jewel? Do you have a jeweler's kit or a proficiency in ah. jeweleration? Ooh, good question. Uh, I have. No, I have Tinker's tools. So I don't have a jeweler's kit. Yes, they're worth whatever someone will pay for them. So I will make a note. Where do I do this? <laughs> right, as uh, Uriel makes a very complicated note in his, I don't know what you have, a PDA? Like a, like one of those. I, 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 I run on Notion, actually. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> the three of you make your way down this tunnel. As you move into the darkness, you can feel the heat rising. A strange underground wind drifting past your cheeks. It's not wet anymore. You don't hear the sound of drips or anything. It's dry under your feet. There's the crunch, crunch of broken crystal as you move forward. After about five or ten minutes, so not long, you start to feel something. It's strange, it's it's a sort of tightness in your stomach, and you feel the sort of sickness as well, and the kind of acid reflux that you get when you feel like you might vomit, but it's not strong, it's a sort of low background feeling. Then, as you're coming closer, another quake. The earth around you moves, it shudders. You hit the sides of the walls, holding on, and it passes again. But now, it's felt stronger and stronger. This is the strongest one that you've felt so far. And when it happened, you could feel almost a wave of hot air over you. You continue to walk until you see light coming through the tunnel. Now, does anybody want to turn around at this point? I feel like turning around is an option. I don't think we can go back. Wasn't there that rock slide? Oh. Yeah, okay. On to the sickness-inducing cavern. We should right. be quite quiet now. Everybody roll stealth check. I... Oh. I'm so good at stuff. <laughs> Rolled another ten. Watch this. Sorry. It's a thirteen total. Not twenty. Oh, Uriel. Stone. Even I don't know. Down, I rolled a ten too, so thirteen. Same. So thirteen, thirteen, nat twenty. Is that right? Mm-hmm. 
So stealthy, I'm stealthy for three. <laughs> okay. Um, you continue on. The light grows and grows. It's bright, much brighter than this glow glow that you've seen before. As you reach a corner in the tunnel, you turn round, and there you feel a hot rush of air on your cheeks as though you've opened the door to a furnace. Your eyes take a second as you walk out and they adjust to a huge space opening out before you. A vast cavern. This, you look up, the ceiling is shelving away from you out of sight into darkness. Your eyes struggle to take in what's in front of you, rising vertiginously out of sight, stretching the whole width of this cavern, a wall, immense, shimmering. Its surface is covered in twining crystals. Light shines through them, broken and refracted into a thousand glittering colours. Thick arteries of grey metallic minerals stretch from the wall into the rocks surrounding it. Towers of twisting crystals rise from the ground around you. As you stand there, trying to take this in, you feel the hairs on your arms rising. You feel a vibration, as though some huge organ were playing the resonant frequency of the air itself. Your tongue tastes salt. You watch as the light seems to swell for a second. And then again, you feel the earth beneath you vibrate and shake. Your feet slip and slide on the shattered pieces of glassy rock beneath you. Crystal shards tumble from the ceiling. In the distance, maybe a hundred, hundred meters, hundred and fifty meters away, you see two scaffolds dwarfed by this huge wall, built up against the wall itself. You just about make out two figures on top, and between them, one small person. Eyebrows. Ali, I'm fangirling over you so hard right now. My God, I currently that have so that good. mix of oh, horror and awe beautiful. that I imagine will take place when we have an alien first contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Emily Bates, did you just gasp eyebrows? The, the little one with the eyebrows. The one that ran away from us. The small figure, I'm assuming, is that little old lady who had big eyes. The little old lady, okay. Yeah. From, like, three sessions ago. Yeah, okay. She was specifically small, was she? Okay. Yes. Yeah. How, how high are, are the scaffolds relative okay. to the wall? Were they to the top? Were they partly tiny way up? Like uh, they're just a tiny way up. I mean, this this wall is absolutely massive. You can't see how high it goes, but they've only built maybe oh, wow. 20, 30 feet up. 
from the looks of things. Sorry, you said it was 150 feet or meters away from us. 150 meters away. Conversion. I'm, I'm assuming that if this light is is enough to blind Uriel and Infinity, that it definitely counts as as like sunlight, direct sunlight for. Well, no. So because you obviously you've been walking through darkness, um, you become accustomed to the the blackness, the pitch blackness of the cave. Walking out into this has momentarily blinded you, but the light isn't the raw power of the sun. It's modulated into all of these flickering colours through the crystals that seem to grow out of this wall. Awesome. Do we feel are we and we're kind of are we just we just stepped out into this like giant cavern in the middle of it? You are right you're just outside the, the entry uh, tunnel, yeah. But you are standing so you are hidden somewhat because of those stealth rolls so you feel like you know you're not in plain sight as it were but i mean this whole place is, is quite the approach lit, to the wall so like is it a you might just like a slope that gradually works down to it is there like a ledge around yeah that's right so what you're seeing in front of you is this very shallow slope going down towards this wall and at the very end of the wall you have these two little structures um, scaffolds up against the wall these crystals like trees are growing up out of the ground itself um, but also from the face of the wall and you can't see the ceiling that's in darkness but when the earth shook after that wave of energy crystal shards fell from the ceiling so you might assume that this same crystal growth is, is everywhere what does it sound like? Does it is it emanating a sound or is it quiet? It's it is, but it's a sound. It's infra sound, right? We talked about it. It you can feel vibration in your chest, and you know that there is noise, but it's no pitch, no tone that you recognise. But you know it's sound. And it seems to fill this entire cavern. What did the boy say about the wall? Um, well, huge. Something bigger than his mind could comprehend. And um, he told us how to get he there. Said he said that Rornak and the gang can deal with the effects. Can right. we deal with I mean, the effects? I, mean, I don't know. No, no, it's Maybe very that's pretty. what the effect is. It's very pretty. It's really pretty. Maybe we should look at it. Maybe we should touch it. I feel like we need more data we before we're going to jump to any conclusions. <laughs> Maybe we just wait here for a bit and see what they do. They're far away. I can't see. Okay, we'll watch them. Every time I hear Ali roll a dice, my <laughs> tense up just a little bit. You <laughs> <laughs> um, see what they're doing, yeah. Um, from this distance, uh, roll one person roll a perception check with advantage. I assume all of you are trying to make this out. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm really fully prepared to let you do it. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> 
<laughs> with advantage. With advantage. I rolled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rolled natural one, and I rolled a nine, Aww. which is a fifteen. We have plus six. Wow. With, with a um, fifteen. Uh, okay. Plus four, plus two proficiency. You're looking through this forest of trees, the reflections of the crystals, these structures, and the refractions of the light actually make it difficult to work out exactly what's going on. The repeating shapes, they sort of mirror and multiply through this crystal forest. But squinting, you can make out that the two figures on like on the uh, scaffolds are next to the wall itself. So they are touching the wall, it looks like. The one person on the ground, it looks like they're sat down. This is from 150, 150 meters yeah, away. So. Sure. Can I can I check? So the two figures, they're on each one on each scaffold, not two on one scaffold. So it's yeah, like one on each scaffold. One on each scaffold, and then the person oh, in between okay. on the ground. That's right. Oh, this is like a ritual. Okay, okay. Um, Infinity. Mm-hmm. You have all the very pretty lights and pretty patterns. Can you? make it look like pretty shiny crystal and hide? Well, yes, technically I can because technically I'm a wood elf, which uh, is, hang on, I've got it somewhere. What kind of crystal tree? That help? They have a really cool thing that I can't find uh, on my, I can basically hide, Mask of the Wild, so you can attempt to hide even when you're only lightly obscured. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that they can kind of blend into shadows and things like that. And I've, we're kind of rescaling the opposite. I, I can it. like change my screens to kind yeah. of like blend into a surrounding. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. I didn't realize that that was, that that screens that's thing was pretty was much the main reason I took Wood Elf that's... and reskinned Wood Elf was Amazing. because of that. That's really cool. I really like that. Okay, so the mechanic is that you get advantage on stealth checks? What, what was no, it? I, no, I can, so I can hide even if there's like, like right. normally, so normally to hide, you have to have something to hide behind, but I can kind of. I can be lightly obscured, so I can be like in shadow and be like, I, see. I can try, whereas no one else can. Can we? Can I look around the yeah. room? Is there anything else? Because obviously we're, we're so looking at the wall. Is there anything else like looking around on our side of the cavern that <laughs> looks unusual? That looks like it isn't just a normal cavern. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Roll a perception check just to see how much you can make out. There is nothing That's useful a about this place. Okay, with a 14. So you're standing next to the wall that you came in on. You reach out your hand to run it across the wall. And the wall itself isn't hard. It's just ever so slightly slimy. And there appears to be some sort of coating growing over the crystal itself. And you can see patches of that across different parts of the crystals um, spread throughout as far as you can see. You also see ferns. Crystal ferns? You see, no, you see plants. Leaves growing down here. You see old, old plant life. Like, roll, me roll a nature check for me. Yeah, you. <laughs> uh, 
That's a five. Infinity loves ferns. They're like her favorite plant. Ferns yeah, they're, you know, they're plants, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see them growing between the crystal rock. And yeah. so that was a 14 on your perception, was it? <coughs> you do see a little bit more. You see shadows falling on the the roof on the other side of the wall. So if the light's coming from the wall, there are shadows being cast on uh, the opposing wall. And the shadows are far wall away from us. And they seem... No, no, no. That far wall away from you is the wall. The wall which you're standing just in front of is the far wall from the wall. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking (laughs) Do those shadows look like the shadows of the people we can see? Or like other shadows? No, they're moving. (laughs) Oh, I see. see. All up the wall. So there's, they're moving up around, you know, just across oh, these shadows flitting across the walls. Weird, I love it. Um, I'm going to take, can I take out okay. the artifact? And just like, does that feel different in this room? Is it doing anything unusual? Good question, good question. Really good question. As you, actually, I should have asked this. Where I mean, been my ring has pockets. Oh, God. Because I'm, I'm, yeah. Of course, thanks. It has pockets. It has pockets. Uh, yeah. So, just in one of the pockets, <laughs> in the robe. Which uh, hand are you reaching in to get it with? My <laughs> right hand. That's your metal hand. We've That's your metal uh, hand. Okay. Hang on, let me double check my own <laughs> artwork. Questions. Yes, it is my right hand. It is, it is your right hand from what you said in the show before. Yeah. You reach in and you take it out and your sensors are telling you that this thing is white hot. But it doesn't appear any different. I was really concerned that it was going to try to like return to the wall. But but like the result would be like the pocket just like tugs the whole robe up at the front. Enough of your yeah, as, long as, getting... as long as the belt, as long as the belt, don't fail me now. We need the belt. <laughs> um, really okay. The uh, the artifact we got, it's um, it's really hot. Oh, it's fine, Maybe it's metal. Hand. It, I can't actually feel it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you do notice that although you're holding it with your hand and your senses are telling you one thing, your flesh, which you would assume that if you were holding a white hot piece of metal, you would at least be able to feel the heat coming off it. You're not feeling that heat. Oh. I try and feel the heat. Yeah, it doesn't feel hot to you. Gonna, it's warm. I'm but... going to touch it really quickly. It's warm. It does feel warm. Like- My senses must need recalibration because they're telling me that this thing oh, is warm. incredibly hot. Oh, I'll put my hand on it. You, Your senses. Yes, Infinity. You do sense the same heat, that white hot radiation, but again, there's no damage. You're not sensing any damage, any change. Y- no, I don't think your senses are broken, Uriel. That's what. That's what I'm getting too, but it's not. Okay, it's can I? Anything. And this is. We've not done this yet. No, 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 no. She not has an opportunity. Can I. Oh. 
this is sort of bending, I suppose, what they, how the eyes are working, or it could be Infinity does it. Can I sweep through different frequencies to see if it's emitting at, say, higher frequencies like UV specifically? I, I will help if. Like, I want to do a spectrum sweep with the data. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, okay, we'll we'll call that a we'll call that an investigation check. Um, but because you you're not because you're not specifically you haven't modified yourself to do this thing specifically right which you you could do okay i'm gonna put it at so, disadvantage and then if i help can he have it as a two well? sets of sensors yes opposite sides uh okay yeah. so that's just a straight perception check that one Oh no! <laughs> ah! You just... <laughs> it is not oh. clear to you. There is a lot going on and there's a lot of radiation coming from everywhere. You mm. Picking up on this thing is not... As you are doing this, all of you three clustered around the artifacts, you hear a voice oh. roll out to you over no. the cave. Run away! <laughs> Are you quite finished there? Will you not come for a wee chat? Are we going for a wee chat? Do we like a wee chat? Oh no, I don't think we have much for Yes, now, we'll come you? to chat about we. Because if we ha- <laughs> No, you really don't think that's- I don't think that's what he meant. No, I don't. Excellent! Please, come closer. This has definitely got, this has got vibes we of a game show. We see which figure it is. Come on down! Come on down! <laughs> I'm gonna end well. It's one of those game shows. Okay, as we Do we know go... if it's the left or right hand figure? Another, yeah. like, presumably facing us. Good question. Uh, it's the one on the right. On your right. Okay. Let's, let, I think we should go, but let's go very slowly, say in increments of <laughs> 50 feet. Until we reach certain ranges. You head forward over this strange terrain. You feel shoots and grass pushing up from the ground around you. you can, you're, at some points you're actually stepping through leaves and even through mulch where leaves have bedded down, the beginnings of soil. You move through and you look from side to side. Your vision is bent and twisted by the crystals and the colours coming through. Sometimes you look in and you see a reflection of yourself, but warped, strangely coloured, sometimes turquoise and indigo, subsumes you. You move on. The shadows flit over you and over the landscape. As you move, you hear not again and you do see the movement of those same centipedes but moving slowly as you come closer these towers start to come clearer they are simple scaffolding raised up to a certain point both are at the same height and both have one ladder on each side Come closer, 50 meters away now. The people start to become a little bit clearer. 
on the right hand side you see a short stocky individual he stood stood on the top of the tower looking out at you his hands in his pockets of what looks to be quite a chic black a long black leather waistcoat what is Ooh, what shape long, is his how head long? like down to the floor long. like a coat and tails waistcoat well it's 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 almost down to the feet yeah it's a sort of neo matrix situation Ooh, but a waistcoat no sleeves his hair falls behind him in thick black dreadlocks and his beard is neatly sculpted around his face he's got a sort of half wry smile as you come closer he taps one stylish boot you just make out coming out above his head the muzzle of a thin black rifle on the other side the other the other figure hasn't moved closer to you at all they seem to have stayed next to the wall and it's actually quite difficult to make her out because obviously the closer you get to this platform the harder it is to see because she's so short that you almost can't see over the lip of the platform but what you do see is it's a woman and she has an outsized smooth bulbous head this is the one that's on the ground, not on the. No, platform. this is on the other platforms. The other, the other side platform. of the platform. Yeah. This is why you can't. It's difficult to see her because the lip of the platform is starting to obscure your vision, and she's so short, and she's standing right on the other side <coughs> next to the wall. Yeah. That's all you can see. This bulbous head, lank hair, very short, and she's facing the wall away from you. Does she look like Ballsack Boy? She has a similar. She's a similar sort of shape. Yeah. And what about the... The third you recognise from her prosthetic arm extending from her shoulder joint. This is the woman that you met with the large eyebrows. She looks... Well, she's sat on the ground, uh, her knees hugged up to her chest with her one good arm, just looking down at the floor. And you can see that she's tapping her foot nervously is there anything on top of the two towers is it just the people stood there or is there any kind of equipment it's just the two people stood there as far as you can tell as you get to within about 40 feet that's far enough hold your ground hold your ground no. I don't mind seeing. I quite fancy an audience for this. Tell me about yourselves. Who are you? Are you the ones that dealt with Gronk? That surprises me greatly. She was a fierce woman. So, who are you? The Gronk Slayers. Hello, Jump I'm Infinite himself. Skies 6000, serial number 86919726, PMGB, oh they're not stopping me, 1530ML. And he lets um, out a throaty chuckle. 
<laughs> oh, quite a character you are. Oh, I... I'm just called Uriel. Hello. Uriel. Welcome, Metal Man. Glad to have you. He's not all metal. Unfortunately. Uh, my name is Tenebris. Hello. Tenebris. And he squints at you. I've seen your kind before. Here? He spits over the edge of the uh, tower. Well, tell me, before we start, have you any idea what you've stumbled into? No, however, um, we are here to stop theft. So um, we have come to tell you, please, if you are um, stealing anything like rocks or more, <laughs> from the mine. I'm afraid you're going to have to stop right now. Please don't do it anymore, thank you. But if you see any fossils, could you tell us? Because we're here looking for fossils. I don't think we need to lie that's, to them, That's Muriel. the cover story, Muriel. That was... Oh. That's this. It's, it's okay. It's oh! All, it's my sweet summer children. That's so very, very cute. Well, if you're to stop me, what is it that you'd stop me from doing exactly? Stealing. Stealing? Stealing the... Smuggling. Uh, have you... Oh, yes, smuggling and stealing of, of rocks. The smuggling and stealing of rocks, eh? I suppose someone owns those rocks. Hey, listen. I'll tell you what. I promise. No more smuggling. No more stealing. We've found something much, much better here. Oh, well, if you're going to stop doing that, then I think we've, we've done our, our objectives there, could you, could you write it down Ronak? for us? I am Ronak. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Lovely to meet you. At it's point, much easier than I thought, actually, to get him to stop. <laughs> so it's good. You hear a, we've done good. <laughs> a sharp whistle from the other side. I can't do that. I wish I could do that. One of those ones, but... <laughs> Thank you, one of those. From across the other side of the tower, and you see a head jerk from the tiny woman. But I'm afraid that's the signal. Watch on, my friends. If you survive, and you hear from behind you, and out from. <laughs> oh, it's the fucking <laughs> zombie guy! One of those crystal trees jumps Darax. Darax Proloton. Son of a bitch. The, the first Ew. one. The guy we the guy we We not lethal. Oh no, him. The guy we left back at the camp. The one we didn't kill. I He's good hear, of us. I can hear <laughs> Cass's tweets just going, consequences! Consequences. So that's gonna be a surprise round. Ooh. On Are you sure uh, this isn't a game show? Come on down. <laughs> Tell us about yourselves. We're gonna start off with a surprise round. <laughs> That's going to be a surprise round on the person who punched him in the balls uh, to death, I think. Fair, it's fair. So, <laughs> punched in the balls to death is fair. Oh, All they did was take an, you know, a forced short rest. 
Jeez. That's a 15 that's... plus 5. That's a 20 to hit. Yeah, that hits. He didn't hit us before. Uh, and... Yeesh. Um, oh. He is wielding a vast hammer. A rock smasher. Where once he had an axe jammed into his hand, now his arm has been elongated and extended with this colossal... Uh, cuboid's hammer and as he brings it down on you Uriel you hear from the back side of the hammer a series of charges go off oh, and it accelerates the hammer wow. into that's your cool. back but oh, that's cool. oh no, <laughs> oh, no. Um, so that was a hit and he will now roll damage I'm so very very sorry I need to work out how many hit points I have I hope this is out of date you had... my car, it's a sheet. Yeah. You up you rolled the other day. Yeah, I did, but I don't know if it updated on you the should character. be like I think you were like eighteen or something. Yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah. Uh I rolled a seventeen plus three. That's a twenty. Oh yeah. I had eighteen hit points, so I'm down. Oh right. fuck. I need you all to roll initiative. <laughs> Well, I don't, do I? Yes, you do. You do. You're, wrong. Yes, You're not dead. Yes. Okay. 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 That's okay. Okay. Uh, initiative. This was not how I expected. Not... Oh no. Uh. Oh god. Oh man. Oh man. I got fourteen. Ten. The worst thing to roll. No, oh. no. You need to be after me now. This is good. Four. Fourteen. Um, hang on, Uriel 10, Tenebris 4, okie dokie. Uriel's the tank. Oh, oh, he's gone I'm, down. Infinity's now the tank. Oh really? Oh great, well done. I was the tank anyway. I'm, I'm... Good, 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 good. We don't I have a healing potion anymore, do we? We use that up, right? No, but I can bring you back, but that's all I got. You're pretty lucky, I am. These rolls are no great for infinitive for initiative. Good. Okie dokie. So let me just sort myself out here. If you just How many rounds do you think you can survive, Simon, before I bring you back? It's not worth it, is it? He's after me now. I shouldn't use pretty much I have no idea. <laughs> You're welcome for me tanking that attack. Yeah. Um, tanks right into the ground. <laughs> If that be me, I would have gone down, and I'm our healer. Yeah. Right. This is really bad. <laughs> I'm just our Casio 88 calculator. Hey, sorcerer, guess what? Time to use your bloody spells. <laughs> um, oh also, Simon, key points. I hope you've learned how to use them. Yes, I know which ones are my key points. Uh, I think it's dex and strength. No. no. You know that. Uh, right, okay. Stop it, stop it. Don't make me so, nervous. <laughs> first up with 14 is Infinity. Phenomenal. Um, I'm going straight <laughs> over to Uriel and I'm casting Cure Wounds. Um, right. Which, um, oh, yeah, and I rolled a seven, so you get 11 hit points back. Um, and then I'm bonus action. I'm going to cast Shillelagh on my arm. And that's all I got. Uh, 
Great. I'll stand over Uriel while I do. Uh, so bonus action Shillelagh. Yeah, so you're standing over Uriel. Mm -hmm. um, right. Uh, just give me one second here. Um, I made a special combat fix for this. And we're playing. <laughs> Doom music immediately starts playing. Nice. Excellent. Right. So, uh, next up in the initiative is Uriel. Well, actually, Uriel, what's your dex? My dex, uh, modifier or value? Uh, what's your modifier? Well, it doesn't matter really, but yeah. Uh, plus three modifier. It, it might matter. Um, and. Dex. Is, is... Monk. He's a monk. Yeah, yeah. So you. That's not accounting for proficiency, though. No, no, that's still. No, 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 that's right. fine. So you go now. Okay. Um, so presumably I'm still on the floor. Uh, you are. You have been. The hammer came down mid uh, on your back and crushed you to the floor, almost putting a dent within uh, the floor itself. But when uh, Infinity reached down, and place the healing nanobots into your system, you felt yourself rise and you could push your, yes, almost like whoop, back up <laughs> on, onto one knee at least to turn and face your assailant. So yeah, you're on one knee, but ready, crouched to spring. Is it, uh, <laughs> I think this is the first time we've encountered this as a problem. Do we know who is in this combat? As far as I know at the moment, it's just that guy, but is anybody else involved in this combat? Potentially, but we don't know. But we don't um, know that. Okay. Yeah, we don't know. This guy's the problem, I would say. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I guess I just go for the old one-two punch of uh, monk weapon and then unarmed strike. Okay, but you, you have a bonus action which you can do things with. No. So can I, do the, can I do the key point as a bonus action? I believe that's what you do. I believe you use a key point to use flurry of blows. Which, which is two out. Yeah. So you, would, you just... can attack and then say bonus action flurry right. of blows. So yes, let's... That would, if you're going to do that. So yeah, I'll, I'll do that. So I'll attack first. Um, so this is... All right, roll to hit. So you put yourself up. Ready. Set. Uh, that's an 11 to hit. Uh, that is not going to do it. Okay, so I guess, yeah, uh, uh, Flurry of Blows. So this is, I had to pass the key DC, which is 11. Uh, hold up. No, so for no, that's Flurry the save. Blows, that's the save for them. That's nothing to do with it. Don't worry about oh, that. Oh, okay. That's, you can they don't need to save card. this. Yeah. This is just an extra set of attacks. Okay, so. Well, so it's just the one attack, isn't it? Uh, well, it's two You get two with Because you get a bonus. So your bonus action is bang. Your bonus action is an armor strike, and then you can spend a key point to do another Oh, it's not the Flurry bonus action. Flurry of blows is two unarmed strikes, is basically what they call it. Sure, as your bonus action. So you're like, right, bonus action, two yeah. unarmed strikes. Okay, okay so. so to hit with the first one, I get a uh, 15. That will do it. Rolls damage. Okay. Uh, unarmed is, one, is it 1d4? Uh, it'll be different for you because you're a monk. So. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, ha, ha. Um, why is Death. this not on my... Sheet. What are you using? Oh, you're using that weird one. Get Aurora. D use D and D Beyond. Uh, oh no, the new arm is one D four plus Dex. I think it's one. Sorry, one D six plus Dex. I think it was originally one D four plus. Dex. Well, that was so yeah, your arm is, is your is monk your weapon. This is your unarmed strike. Yeah, so you punched out with your metal I'll arm. Google it. But I think it's one D four because the the metal arm is one D six. Let me check it. Yeah, on... it's 
on on the interwebs. Hang on. Sorry, I don't know why that's not. Yeah, it's D4. It's D4. It's D4. Yeah. D4, just so straight or modifier. Plus something, but just roll your D4. I think you plus your dex because you're a monkey. Yeah, you do I think that. that sounds right. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I get a three, and then my modif dex modifier is three as well. So six points of damage. You lash out, catch him in the kidneys. He's rock solid. This guy is stacked. But you've done a little bit of damage. So that's six. And then roll uh, to uh, hit again. The second one. Uh, that's a, a synthetic 20. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, and that is two, five points of damage. Five points of damage. It's not too shabby. And again, one in the kidneys. And again, one in the side. Just catching him slightly. He uh, loses a little bit of in the leg, faces inwards a bit, <sighs> tenses himself, set. <sighs> Picks up his hammer, because now he's going to go again. Raises his hammer, looks at you, Uriel, and one more time, he's going to attack. That is an... 14, is that going to do it? Does not hit. Yes! The belt. Metal <laughs> brace, breastplate, baby! <laughs> as he brings the hammer down, you hear as all the charges go off. You roll out of the way and shatters all the crystals around you. You escape. Now, from on top of... Oh, there we go. Uh, Damn it. The platform. You see with a wolfish smile as Raunak um, takes his rifle off his shoulder, lifts it to his eye, and aims down at you, Tenebris. He loses a shot. That's. I don't think that's going to do it. Um, that is a two plus two. That's a four. That's mathematics. That's not hit. Maths. <laughs> really it ricochets stupid. off the rock and out into the, the shadows of the cave. <sighs> he pulls down his... Uh, the rifle next to his hammer starts to reload with a uh, snort of frustration. Now, the other figure on the other side of the rock... Other side? She looks over... Sorry, sorry, on the other the side other of the... Uh, on the other scaffold. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, she looks over at Raunak and with a hyper scream What are you doing? Stick to the task! At this point you see her put her hand on the rock, on the wall around it and the lights start to glow brighter brighter as she does that she pulls her cloak around herself and huddles down beneath it and you see a flicker of energy pass across it and she is going to cast Sanctuary on Ooh. herself. Um, now, as the lights start to glow brighter and brighter, you, Infinity, you start to feel something. It's a vibration in your eardrums. You're starting to hear noises, noises 
you've not heard before, the sound, the crashing sound of something, the sound of wind across huge distances. You start to hear sand blowing across vast wastes. You can't explain it, but you're hearing these things. And with that, it's now the final one of the bandits of the smugglers. Spoey. Pads is her name. Did we cover that? The little one. What her name was? She's, Bowie called Pads. She's called Spoey Pads. Um, anyway. Uh, I'm writing it down. Adorable. Um, she stands up, levers herself up, and she looks up at Ranak. Are you... Ronak, I don't, I just, I, I don't know if this is, I don't think we should do this. And that's it, that's her go. Infinity, back to you. Has Tenebris been? Oh, sorry, Tenebris, Please yes. may I have a go? <laughs> I want to see her do a spell. <laughs> she would like to see me do a spell. Um, I am going to... Um, as a bonus action, I am talking in Darax's head, but I'm also saying it out loud simultaneously. He's getting it at a kind of like double double echo effect. Um, and I'm gonna say, no, I told you to go. I told you to go. I just, I'm telling people and no one is listening and you're making me Hurt people and I didn't even want to. And I'm gonna throw my hands out towards him. And there is a, a sort of like sparkle in the air. Like like things have, have, have been lit, you know, like glitter catching the light. Um, tiny, tiny points on me and, and on him, green and glowing. Um, and I'm gonna make a ranged spell attack. Yes! Get it, no Bruce. 15. 15 against his armor class? Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's gonna do it. <gasps> fuck. I mean, excuse me, I mean, that's nice. <laughs> Goodness me. How fortunate. Oh, gosh. Gosh. Um, so can he make a constitution saving throw, please? He certainly can. That'll be an 18, natural 14. Okay, no, he... no, 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 sorry, that'll be a 16, natural 14. Con save is fine, but he takes nine poison damage. Mm. Nine poison damage. He reels under this shock. He grasps his head, and suddenly he's scratching at his skin like something is on him. Ah, he grabs his head, oh, shakes it, goes for the hammer again. He's starting to look not great. Uh, Infinity. Okay. Um, I think Infinity stands up and sort of. I realise I cast Shirley and don't know why I did. Um, and she holds her hand out and you see this streak of light, or what looks like light, um, just go and like blast him in the chest. Maybe, she says. If she rolls. <laughs> Uh, yeah, 19 to hit. That, that'll that hit. What is this? Guiding Bolt. Um, it's right. 4d6. And oh, fucking hell! And that's 7. 
plus 9, 16 points of damage. 16 points of damage. This bolt of energy from your hand hits him in the chest. He just pours away at it. And it burns through the thin clothes that he's wearing into his skin. You start smelling the smell of singed burning flesh. He turns to try and run and still bores a hole right through him. And you see for a second the crystals behind him until he falls onto the ground dead. That is Darax's last tango, I fear. Uriel. How um, structurally sound do the towers look? Uh, uh, from a very brief look, they look like they're pretty well made, like the sort of towers, you know, they're not going to just fall down if you shake them. Right. Can I, I don't know if this would cast as action or bonus action, I want to take out the artifact and throw it at the base of the tower. That would be an action. Yeah, sure. Um, and I just need to know how... Okay, so you're going to throw it at the base of the tower. Which tower are you going to throw it at? Uh, the closest one. Which one is that? Because there's there's the one where... Uh, Raunach no, the one where Raunach's on. Get Raunach. Get Raunach. Yeah. Uh, he's the one with the gun. Yeah. He's the one with the gun. He is standing on the edge of the tower, aiming down at Tenebris. You hurl the artifact, this white hot yet not thing that you found. White hot yet not. <laughs> Sorry. Put that on my tombstone. <laughs> this is, I'm imagining you whizzing a, this like a- There's a, a comma after white. <laughs> I'm, imagine you whizzing this like a baseball throw. So roll an athletics check just to see uh, how yeah. strong you can do this. Don't get me in that one. Okay. Please don't. Please. Okay. Oh! Uh, athletics, did you say? And this is at the base of the tower, correct? At the base of the tower, yeah. That is a 21. Yes! 21. Roll a d10 for me. Uh, yeah. Can do that. Where are we? That's off the table. That's a 6. Okay. Um. So... You hurl the artifact at the base of this tower. It hits that shockwave that you saw before. Ripples out, shakes the entire tower. It rattles against the side of the wall. The shockwave hasn't been enough to break it apart, but you can see it's worked loose some of the screws. What it has done, though, is shake the entire structure. So Raunak... Oh, God. ...to make a deck save. Good which he gets a nat 20 on. So, oh God, he loses his balance for a second, almost topples, looks over the edge and writes himself and then looks over at you. Interesting. See you found that little toy. And then, uh, so you've still got your bonus action and your movement, Muriel. Oh, um, how far away has this been taking place from the tower? Um, so you guys are about you guys are 40 feet from the base of the tower. Right. Uh, Towers. Play the game where we say, what's my movement? Uh, so I've got 25 feet of movement. Uh, like down my dwarven stubby legs. Uh, <laughs> so... Get over there as close as you can. Yeah, I guess I... Can I move and then take extra movement as bonus actions, like dash? Uh, you got Step of the Wind. I don't know if you still got key points. Oh, yeah. oh yes, I have two key points. Um, well, you've got one now. 
Oh, sorry, yes, I had two key points. Um, yeah, uh, I guess then now's as good a time as any. So I'll use the, the key points to uh, dash. Where are you headed? So I want to go underneath the, the tower, because, you know, get to the base of it. Right, least. okay, so you're just going to go to the base of the tower. Yeah, I think that is as far as my movement will carry me. Okay. Um, you could definitely make it there. You make it to the base of the tower. You're uh, stood underneath it by one of the supporting struts. Um, are you... Uh, we'll say that you're next to the artifact which you've thrown. Um, that it, okay. That's, yeah. Um, at that point, above you, Raunak... You hear him start to laugh. <laughs> oh, this is a very merry sport. And bang, he kicks the top of the ladder and it slowly topples off the side of the structure. Um, he go and then he moves to the wall itself. You see him put his hand on it and... <laughs> The buzzing, roaring noise that's filled this cave the whole time starts to accelerate almost. You can hear it getting deeper and louder, but also higher at the same time. It's like the pitch band frequencies are becoming larger. And the wall itself glows a little bit brighter. Um, Then, on the other side, you see this figure, the small figure, look over uh, at uh, Raunak. At last! We're going to get this done! And she is going to just check something. That's not eyebrows, that's the short lady. That's the short, so you've not seen her face, but you've seen she's got a kind of swollen bulbous head and lank hair. And then she's just going to stay like that. So... And at this point, infinity, the noises that you're hearing, they start to become not just the sound of wind, the sound of beating waves, of what you would imagine beating waves might sound like, but now the sound of hooves, hooves over a dusty mesa, the sound of something swishing through the water, it's all happening. You're getting these flickering sounds in your mind. Now, Spoey. <laughs> it's just I can't help use her name. I was so happy with that. Spoey Pads. What a ridiculous name. Excellent. I shall call a character who we'll never see again. Oh, brilliant. They're going to be here the entire time. <laughs> um, and then... Spoey looks left. Looks right. Looks up at this wall. I can't do this. I kind of do this and she starts to hobble her way uh, towards you guys towards the exit of the cave she's going to get up to where you guys are uh, and that's her movement justice for spelling let's, let's leave her be <laughs> um tenebris um tenebris um seeing infinity take down uh Daric's, um is going to look up at uh, Raunak and start walking towards him, holding a hand out. He says, I need you to stop. I need you to make it stop. 
and again uh, make do the same uh, the same effect again. Um, What's the range on that? The sparkle, sixty feet. So okay, so move forward thirty feet. And do then... you have to be able to see them? I expect so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can just about make it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll say you can make it. So you're standing about twenty feet away from the base of the tower, looking up. You can just see his head. Oh, I don't technically have to see him, Woodley. Um, that was only a fourteen to hit, though. Uh, is that going to do it? Uh, that is going to do it. Yes. That leather coat not doing a huge amount of work in the old AC nice. department. Can he make a con save for me, please? He can make a con save. Club music just kicked in. Uh, that is a an 11. Okay, so he takes 10 points of poison damage. Oof. And he is poisoned until the end of my next turn, which means he has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Okay. Uh, attack rolls and ability checks. Um... All right. Uh, I'll just put that in. Um, so, Infinity, we've come back to you. Um, I think with all. Oh, but before you do that, I should say, when this hits him, this sort of wave of these strange, sort of flickering motes of light. Again, you see him start to rub his skin as something's sort of going wrong and then rubbing his forehead and he winces in pain and then bangs his head against the wall to try and knock this thing out of his system uh now infinity it's like dawn of what i want to do because i know what i want to do how many spell slots do you have left i thought you only had two going into this oh okay uh, but i have abilities and that, and, well i so i can still i think i probably should that's oh, annoying i wanted to do it. i think i sort of hear all these sounds like going through my memory bank and i sort of shake them away and i'm like it's i can't and then i i'm gonna fire a guiding bolt at raunak as well so that's my last thing i've got uh, that is a 15 to hit. That will hit. Nine points of damage. And then I am going to use my wild shape, but because I can only bonus action, I can use my starry form, which is circle of stars. I think all the stars on her screen suddenly start to like move around and they are going to form what looks almost like a bow and arrow um, on her chest. And again, another like beam of light just fires, but this time out from her little like center power socket um, and fires up again at Raunak. Um, Range spell attack, so that's the same again. But it's a 10 to hit, so I assume it doesn't. No, that does not hit. <laughs> this laser beam following the path of the guiding bolt which also similarly was a beam of energy a bolt that did hit Ranak and burnt through his coat and put a scorch mark all the way up burning up his chest you try to follow it up with the same one but Ranak crouches down presses himself against the wall tries to hold himself as small as possible 
at this point, the the woman, um, she looks over at Ranak. Where's the big one? You hear Ranak go, dead. And then Croc, uh, the woman. Uh, <laughs> His name we do not know. Never again will I be writing the names in the. Uh, in the... Not for long! And she will cast. No! Healing word. Has he been rolling death saves? It's barely been one turn. Oh, he has as well. Look at Ali's face, he has. Podcast listeners, Ali just pulled a face that was very much like, yes, he has. The man is donut with arms and legs. There's a big hole through the middle of him. <laughs> through the middle of him. Um, that was English. Okay. Uh, and you see the sides of the hole start to seal oh, up. You God. see tiny little specks start to create vessels and blood. A, a heart starts to form itself, beating very, very faintly. And oh, the figure rolls over. Um, You've got so much work to do in the D&D brief, son. <laughs> Yeah, we all do. Well, yeah, it's me and Charmony next week, so. Uh... <laughs> and that'll be her go. And now, Tenebris. Oh, shit. Um, I think. Ooh. So, Derek, is it, has Infinity moved forward? Or is Infinity next to where Derek's has just come back to life? Mm, I didn't say I did, so now I think I'm still back. Um, hmm. The, the, the singing and the music there was. Yeah. <laughs> Spoken to DJ Ali set at a club d- to death. Okay. Tenebris is going to see the lady do something, turn, see Darax uh, stand. I'm still within 60 feet of him, right? Uh, of Darax, yes. Yeah. Um, and just. Just turn around and say no, and just again uh, a hand, uh, two hands like twisting, um, and he make an intelligence saving throw. Please. God, I love Angry Tenebra so much. I'm getting strong Scarlet Witch vibes. That's <laughs> yeah. a thirteen. Yeah. Oh, doesn't succeed. Um, See how it feels, Ali. <laughs> 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 I feel good. My, I tried to roll and it's just gone somewhere off the table, so we're going to roll here instead. Um, that is five points of psychic damage, um, and the next saving throw he makes before the end of my next turn, it, he takes away one d four. Five points of damage will do it. Good. So, uh, describe how this looks. Um, she, so, so, so it's very much a sort of like afterthought. Um, she just sort of like makes a motion with a hand and sort of flings one back towards him. Um, well, 
weight and and like there's no there's no visual there's no visual effect but is it's in his head it's his mind head sliver. fucking explodes um it's in <laughs> his freaking brain he gets he gets up like kind of you know yeah. pivots his torso up and then his head just explodes. i think i'm still i think i think i might still be telepathically connected to him so i think the no is is just in his ringing in his head as you, well infinity you standing next to him see his eyes just roll back in his head and then he topples over and smashes his head on the floor again then i'm just going to turn and look back up at ranak um so you uh yes ranak isn't looking at you he's just looking at the wall of destruction um infinity we're back up to you yeah I'm gonna, okay i still got my bonus action i can still do another ranged attack with my starry form so another blast comes out hopefully hitting 18 to hit who is this at uh Ranek. uh 18 will hit yes is 10 points of radiant damage 10 points of damage this beam cuts through him. You see it just searing through his side, tearing away where the kidneys used to be. They just burn out. And yet, and the whole uh, wound where this light passed through is completely cauterized. It's like he's a smooth surface and he staggers and falls against the wall, bangs his hands onto it. No! And then for my action, um, I've still got my shillelagh and I'm just gonna bonk. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Darax. I'm going to bonk Darax on the head to try and keep him down. The um, Oh, yeah. oh god. Oh, I see. Yes. It's oh, stopped. And I get advantage to he's Yeah, right you get advantage to hit him and then. Yeah. Okay, so you that's know. 23 to hit and he fails two death saves. So. Yeah, he does okay. indeed. Uh, right. That's my turn. I'll stay here, ready just to kick him again. Um, Muriel. So the, the old woman's next to us. Eyebrows is next to us. No, she's been. So she's been running. That was her turn. Oh, I thought she came over to us. No, oh, no, she okay. came past you. <laughs> she's been sort of limping away. See ya. Um, I am gonna. So I'm next to the artifact. I'm looking. I'm presuming I can see like between the boards of the tower. Um, Darax's. So you look up, and what you see, um, f- first of all, it's now getting quite difficult to see. The light coming off the wall is almost starting to get to painful levels. It's very, very bright now. All the different colours are shining everywhere, and it's um, it's a bit like a kind of crystal ball, but a sort of crystal ball if crystal balls were actually good. Like, the light is just everywhere, and it's piercing everything. Um, we're going to get to the... Well, anyway. Um, so you look up, you squint, and up one side of the tower, it's just a scaffold, right? So you see up and you see the underneath of the, um, the board on the top of the tower, and uh, that's where Ranak is. And you look the other way and you can just see uh, the top of the woman's head on the other side. I'm going to pick up the artifact, move back 25 feet, and I want to throw the artifact just underneath, like at the wall, just underneath where Ranak is. Where am I? Are you... Uh, right, so you're throwing it up. Well, I'm throwing... So, like, overarm and trying to, uh, I'm trying to hit it so that it hits the wall just underneath the scaffolding level so the idea is okay. kind of going to try and blast him off the top. sure okay um yeah roll an athletics check for me come on baby uh athletics is yeah it's a natural one 
No. Okay. Oh no. Roll a Which D4. goes up to a four. <laughs> Roll a Sorry. D4 for me. You're about to kill someone. <laughs> right. Oh my, uh, D4 goes off the edge. Uh, I'll roll another one. I get a one. Halve that. 0.5. Mathematics. But halves in D&D unfortunately go to zero. However, he will have to make constitution saving throw. Um, hold up. So with the nat one, does that mean I throw it, but it goes like backwards? <laughs> it means you just sort of it slips as I try to overarm it. It just tumbles. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what you see is it, oh, it loops up. Bink! Against the wall. Like a smaller, localized shock. And you hear... And then... Clang, ting, 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 ting. The sound of something thumping against uh, the, the sort of the roof top part of the the uh, scaffold and you don't see anything come off the other side but you hear something land right next to the edge oh he's got the thing now uh no 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 and then the and and then the artifact falls to the floor oh okay but it, and it doesn't go off when it falls to the floor it doesn't oh. like but um when that happens um you all feel a slight dimming of the wall, the noise sinks a little bit. Your hairs start to slow down. It starts to slightly come down towards your skin. Um, yeah. Uh, Not me. <laughs> your arms, Uriel. <laughs> Uriel. Looking up and listening, you hear. Oh, oh, no. I've got this. Dang, 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 dang. The light back again. Up. You hear the noise. The vibrations in the pits of your stomach. You're all feeling this now. Infinity, you are hearing these noises. You can just about hear what's going on, but you, these sounds are penetrating deeper, deeper into your mind. Now, um, hold up. Um, yeah. The woman looks over. Looks like you could do with some help, my friend. And she will cast sanctuary again. <laughs> so, for those of Rap. us who, uh, in the audience, you might not know what that is. What does sanctuary do? So Sanctuary, uh, I'm in a position to tell you because I looked it up for this exact reason. You ward a creature against an attack. So basically, until uh, the end of the spell, um, anybody who wants to attack that creature has to make a wisdom saving throw. If they fail, then they either have to redirect that attack to someone else or they just lose the attack. Okay. Can I clarify that that applies to attack rolls? not spells which require a saving throw. So melee attack or range spell attack, whereas casting a spell is not necessarily an attack. It, it depends if you that. roll for it yeah. or not, I thought. 
I think Sub it's attack or a harmful spell. spell. An attack or a harmful spell. Okay. Harmful. That's, that's, all, that's all of it. So, so not if you were like trying to do manipulation spells, but if you're trying to do damage, then you have to do it. Yeah. Um, you see the same thing happen. Darak, um, the leather cloak that uh, Ranak has been wearing seems to wrap around him tighter and a shimmer passes across it. Um, he is now pressed against the wall and you see the woman on the other side also pressed against the wall. At this point, Infinity, mm -hmm. you hear it first. The dull, low roar that magnifies and magnifies. The volume gets louder and louder and you can hear it almost the roaring of animals, huge, small, all of them roaring in unison, a sort of primal scream that's coming into your head. No one else seems to be able to hear what you're hearing. And then you see it, a huge creature in front of you, shimmering, massive tusks, a huge trunk, vast, standing in front of you. It rears its head up and you hear this deafening trumpet. So. Sorry, I'm just really <laughs> excited because I fucking love mammoth slash elephants. So whatever it is, I'm just really excited. Don't think it's friendly. <laughs> friendly elephant. Um, this thing, it's, it's so all consuming that you know that you're not going to be able to concentrate. It's going to be hard for you to concentrate on what's happening outside these visions that's being shown to you. Um, right. And that brings us to Tenebris. Um, Smo, by the way, is long gone at this juncture. You hear her going, oh, God! <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, uh, do, uh, Ali, do you have a preference in that you've, you know, you've told us she casts Sanctuary, you've told us what Sanctuary does. Um, does that mean you're happy for us to sort of metagame and change our decisions based on that? Or should I do, you know, should um, I if Ted doesn't, doesn't just know what that what, was? What you have seen is this mm -hmm. thing. The cloak. Cloak this person. Now, yeah. you have also seen that Ranak looked bad and this woman did something which has sucked him into this sort of shell. So yeah, but they're both they're both protected by it, aren't they? They both, yeah. Have it. Yeah, and the ladder is gone. Is she wait? Is she next to him now? No. So they're both on different. There are two platforms. She's yeah. on one. He's on the other. Um. And it just means I have to make a save in order to attack him, doesn't it? I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I would have done anyway. I think. Um, yeah, uh, I am going to, um, bonus action, bonus action, um, uh, connect telepathically to him, which is not harmful nor a spell, so it works. And I'm going to say, Ranak, we don't want to hurt you. We just need you to stop now. That's all. And I'm going, to, I'm going to cast Infestation. So, Ooh. do I have to make a Wisdom save in order to try and cast something on him? If it's going to hurt him. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. boy, will it? Oh yeah. Sixteen. It's not bad. It's not bad. Fucked if that doesn't do it. <laughs> it's really um, so. Should be a spell DC. Yeah, spell save. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that will do it. Okay. Second part. Can he? Make a con save. Is, now, is this affected by your 12. previous spells as well? Is, it, is this with disadvantage or something? Yeah. It's, you're right, it was minus a d4, but he fails anyway. Thank you for remembering that. That, that effect is now gone. Um, but yes, thank you. Um, okay. Um, he takes... F so... Um, uh, I'm, just, I'm just speaking to him. Um, she just, she just, uh, is saying this, puts her head to the side sli slightly. Um, I don't know how much you can see it and it's sort of around the cloak, but, um, it's less like a, like a glitter, you know, before there were kind of like a shimmer of little dots. Um, now it's more like bright points, kind of like fireflies in the dark, pulses and glows more and more and more all around him, um, around the cloak, kind of finding ways in on him uh did i say that i said the damage didn't i uh yeah yeah um, no, no no wait no you, no you haven't rolled damage yet i don't think you have no, no, no you i haven't. don't remember but... oh um i thought i rolled it no, i'm gonna roll it again because Just... i can't quite remember what it was two points of poison damage right yeah um for the for the purposes of this would you <laughs> Ali's Ali's looking like two was like so close. Enough, yeah. Would you say that the can I arbitrarily say that the wall is north? Fine. For this. Wait, no. I mean if it like Okay. What it, it, it just I just I just need four directions. I just need to arbitrarily okay. assign oh, yeah. directions. Alright, right. This spell does damage, but only northwards. <gasps> okay, yeah, yeah. Um It follows the magnetic ley lines. <laughs> Uh, while I rolled west, he has to move five feet to the west. I was really hoping it would be backwards and I might get him off the edge of the freaking scaffolding. Still might. Not, for fi not in five feet, unless he's right at the edge. Scaffolding? But I, I was wondering if it would, if him being forced to move would lose his, loosen his connection to the wall. You, um... It's kind Can of like just... a being driven wild by the things and, 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 and like staggering to try and get away is the effect. Infinity and Tenebris, you see this. Uriel, you hear this. You hear a thump, against the thing. And then this sort of scrabbling noise of nails on metal. And uh, Tenebris and Infinity, you see as uh, Raunak drops to the floor, holding his head, starts scratching at the at the metal, pulling himself towards the side of the platform. He reaches the edge, and as his one one flailing arm comes over the edge, scratching at the air, he seems to catch himself looking up and press himself full body now against the wall. And you just hear him scream. Um, just realized nobody's asked him what he's doing yet. I've decided I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just seems just... bad. Infinity. Mm. This is 
now you'll go. What you see, you are looking at this huge creature. It flickers for a second. You are looking straight at the wall, and the creature is in front of the wall. As it flickers out of sight, you see behind it a crack. Burning bright white light. Directly upwards, rising vertically from the ground, up through the wall, disappearing, lighting the space in the cave as it goes up. It's almost infinitesimally small, but the light shining through it is so powerful that you can't look at it. And as you're staring at this, you hear it. I need you to make a deck saving throw. Oh no, I'm not good at those. 15? You look up just in time to see a shard of crystal fall out of the blackness from above you. You roll away. It shatters on the floor next to you, doing no damage, but interestingly, hitting Darax. So, <laughs> as a sort of. Poor guy. Oh. So, so, wait a sec, this is real. The crack, we, no one else saw this crack, but that crystal falling was real, um, right? Infinity sees it now. You oh, okay. two, uh, you actually are looking in the same direction. You see it as well, okay, Tenebris. A blinding, vertical rising crack. Um, going straight up, like really dead straight, straight as a ruler. Uh, and you see it as well, uh, Uriel, from underneath the platform. And it's, and it's right in the middle of the two platforms. I am going to just shout, we have to go. And I hear the hooves in my head. And I, oh wait, I hear the hooves and then I hear other sounds. And I am going to wild shape into a panther. Oh! Um, so, I know, you hear the hooves and then you see she goes to some other animals that she has knowledge of and she goes, oh, actually, it would be better if I was this one. And um, it's, like, it's like a GTA character selection screen. Yeah. <laughs> <She just laughs> from shape to shape. Elephant. Oh, panther. Great. Um, and you see her screens start to like separate and like reconfigure themselves and it, they're still all st completely starry and you see what well, it looks like a panther but it is completely covered in stars almost like she doesn't quite know what a panther would look like everything's a little bit too jagged like all of the corners are a little bit too robotic and you see and i will dash straight to where uriel is under the thing and try and like flip him up onto my back Try flipping to your back, <laughs> or at least just stand uh, next to him, <laughs> but kind of like nudge him and be like, "We're going." <laughs> so I don't technically have an action, so you don't have to let me do that. But I want to get over to Uriel because he's the one. Hang on, you don't him. have an action. My action is wild shape. Oh, I thought that was a bonus action. Only for um, my starry one, hmm. not for being an animal. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. You come over and nuzzle Uriel. Um, Uriel. Um, you look round to see a colossal. Is was what colour was it again? That is stars. It looks like Infinity's um, screens, but just in the shape of a panther. A mechanical 
starry creature. You've never seen anything like this. It appears to have four legs and another fifth leg that just sort of flaps around behind it. And massive teeth. Wrong panther. <laughs> it's a boy! <laughs> and what a boy! Uh, Uriel, that's his tail. <laughs> uh, uh, infinity? <laughs> I don't think I can talk in Oh no! Oh, this makes this makes communication so much harder. Um. Oh god. I did so say I... we need to leave before I transformed. As you are thinking these thoughts, the vibrations in your stomach are forcing you. They're sort of rearranging your inside. Like you know, get to the point where your something a noise is so loud that it vibrates your eyeballs, and you, you you're finding it difficult to focus on things. Uh, I'm mounting infinity. <laughs> what did you have to say, mounting? <laughs> you mount a horse? Did you mount a panther? Yeah. Oh, sure. I wouldn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine, 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 fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ooh, I mean, I, I need no. Euro so. needs no convincing whatsoever. You swing your leg over and you <laughs> mount that panther, that robotic panther. Uh, that that is it. Uh, I think so. It's like a, okay, what now? <laughs> I, will, I will move as soon as it's my turn. <laughs> well, I am that, like, it is, this is all happening simultaneously, right? So it's like you kind of come in and I'm Legolas onto the horse, kind of jumping on, I guess. Yeah, let's, so let's, yeah, so let's paint that picture. This, you, uh, in the background. You, Uriel, you're watching as the artifact just down the rock and lands uh, next to the wall um, just in front of you um, you feel behind you this robotic creature you almost fall backwards onto it so you're looking at the wall and then you see it again this blinding strip of light <coughs> um, so Raunak is just gonna stay where he is. He's gonna crawl his way back to the center, press his face into the wall. And that's his turn. Uh, and now we come to uh, the woman. Yes! Yes! It's working! Um. And she starts to cackle. <laughs> and again, presses herself into the wall. Uh, and that will be her turn. Tenebris. <laughs> what was that? I was trying to purr, but it sounded more like a dove. Infinity has no idea what happened to sound like that shit. Infinity's just like, yes! I'm a panther! This is the kind of sound that organics make. <laughs> But also, you think, like, originally you thought this was a horse? <laughs> like, knowledge of biology. That was an Emily mistake, uh, not an infinity mistake. Look um, at everybody, I'm a horse. Kaka! <laughs> <laughs> oink, oink. Tenebris, Tenebris looks reluctant. She's, like, focused on Ranak, and she kind of looks away and looks back and 
and uh, sees the sort of like protective cloak and and it's frustrated. Um, she turns um, and runs towards the others. Um, Before you do that, yeah, make a deck saving throw. Six. You don't even hear it coming. Straight into the back of your leg. This shard of crystal comes down. You take... Oh my god, what do you take? Four points of slashing damage. As it sighs through your thigh. Um, I, I, so she pushes herself up, uh, and just starts limping as fast as I can, Ellie Sattler, Jurassic Park style, towards them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking meow. What is this? <laughs> um, I'm going to, uh, the artifact's on the floor, right? Uh, I, I don't know, Ural, did you pick it up when it landed, or did it uh, just... I didn't, no, I, I just got straight on. And then yes, the artifact I is will... still on the floor. As, as I'm going towards them, I will turn, look at it, look back to them. Shall I take it? Yes, yeah, pick it up! I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna try, hopefully I have enough yeah, movement and actions to, to grab it um, and scramble onto the back of the robot Star Panther. We'll say movement bonus action action you can get there grab it and get on the the Find dm wonderful dm love you <laughs> infinity dash action feel run <laughs> the floor vibrating beneath you and the noises return you hear inside your mind all sorts of Sounds, sounds from places you've never, places that you've have never existed as far as you know. The whistling of wind, the movement of the Earth's tectonic plates, sounds that you couldn't hear. You look up, and you're not in the cave anymore. You're in a forest. Huge trees, lianas hang down. You hear the sounds of birds. In front of you. You know what you need to do. You just don't know where you are. My friends aren't here. Uh, your friends are here. Like there, there. You, you are still a panther. Oh, okay. You are. There are still two of your friends on you. Great, great, great. In a huge um, jungly forest. Uh, do I have any sense of like I was facing this way, so I should probably go this way to be further away from the wall? Uh, you can't see the wall. No, but uh, what I mean is, if I was, uh, for example, facing the wall before, and suddenly I feel like I'm in a jungle, can I still you try can... and move the way that would be away from the wall in the orientation that I am? It's the proper. Uh, I mean... I'm happy to roll for it. I mean. It's unlikely you would be like dead facing the wall at the point where if you just turned around you would no. know the tunnel, but you can certainly yeah. roll for it, yeah. 
But I would have been facing a direction, right? And then yeah, pick, pick a direction. Before, before yeah. you do, just roll me a perception check. Natural 20. Oh. With a natural 20. I'll take a picture, I'm take a picture. Before you move, <laughs> you look up, you flex your these new muscles that you have, and you see that the trees, they're not shaped like normal trees. They seem to bend, twist, and shape themselves and glow, and they're sharp and you are suddenly hit with a memory that you used to be in a place where these crystal trees grew out of the ground and you feel like that might help now but you don't know why (gasps) yeah so I'm gonna run a direction and I will say that you can remember the direction that you came. Like these crystal trees, they're very distinctive. You could, if you wanted to, you could follow the ones that you remember. If I remember these trees, then I will 100% charge that direction. I have 50 feet of movement as a panther, so I have 100 feet of movement. But you are carrying two people. But I am carrying two people. So we'll say because uh, Uriel's heavy, is pretty light. What's your strength as a panther? Mm, plus two. Better than infinity. Okay, we'll say that you can move <laughs> half speed. Okay. 50 feet. Fine. Okay, you leg it. The thick foliage of the jungle seems to make a kind of crunching, crashing sound underneath your feet. It doesn't make sense to you. You're confused. You move quickly. Infinity. Uh, not infinity, Uriel. Uh, what would you like to do? What can I see? You can see uh, everything as it was. You can see the crystal <laughs> trees moving around. You can the crystal trees in front of you. You can see this bright beam of light uh, bisecting um, the wall, and you can see the two hunched figures of these two people pressed against the wall. Uh, you can also see the splattered body of Darax in front of you. <laughs> Lovely. Um. I feel like there's only so much you can do when you're on the back of a giant mechanical panther. Uh, I don't have very much agency in this situation. Um, God. What's the, what's the plan? <laughs> Not you. <laughs> okay, Dan, well, where are we going? After that scintillating <laughs> piece of exposition, we'll just say that you hold on for dear life. Well, yeah, like there's not much I can do. Okay, um, so as you're moving, you look back and you see um, the two figures, and then with a roar, the split between the two parts of the wall starts to open. The light tumbles out and you feel it burning hot heat rolling over you and now at this point we're going to drop out of initiative because what's going to happen is you're far enough away as these this wall splits in half the two scaffolds first what happens is you see the two figures 
start to turn a dull orange and then catch fire and immolate onto the wall as the uh, metal struts holding the platform up melt. They become first red, then white, and then they just start to melt away onto the floor. Um, You are both riding infinity as fast as you can towards the door. Um, And at this point, I think it's worth taking a break. That might even be it. I don't know. I think that might be the end of the uh, session, actually. So... Okay, well, let's call it there then. Ah. And, um, ah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, I'm in shock. I have no idea, like, what what we were supposed to do, how else that could have gone, what is happening right now. Like, we should no talk clue. about what we want to talk about next week, and then okay, wrap and this then up. have a break. Ali, can you make the music less horrible? Oh, music. It's the end. It's the end. We need to cut. We can't. It's the end. Okay. We're in the calm time now. Oh, oh. no. So quite a lot happened, obviously. Oh um, my I, gosh. I did take some notes on things we could talk about. I've put little well stars well next to things. So I didn't. Uh, we got the wall itself. I mean, I feel like that's something to say for the future time. Yes, that. We can do that. How do walls work? How do walls at the start, um, I wasn't sure how much we'd have to talk about, so I made a note that was just like, what is the maximum size of a cavern? <laughs> and, then, and then everything else happened. <laughs> what is the maximum size of a cavern? Um, I... What is... What are, what are carrots? You know, like, going to the gems carrots. Yes, yeah, what are carrots? Are, carrots? are we allowed to touch on Tenebris yet? You is not... You, we've got to do it. got to do it, gotta do it to him. I, but I, I will, but like, it, it does involve though. full, yeah, 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 like I can't do it without, without revealing more. Like, I would rather. You get it. one more pass on it, one more and then we're doing it, where the plot reasons Yeah, but, yeah, but now it. that, now that it's happened. It will come up, yeah, okay. Yeah, presumably someone will ask about it, yeah. so. Okay. First let's, piece of dialogue next week. Let's. <laughs> Uriel and Infinity at the same time. Tenebris, what is going on with your powers, please? Yeah, yeah. You can and talk then, about like psychic powers in general. Like, we don't minus, know psychic, minus really. super based on how exactly it works, so. Yeah. Is that separate in terms of the ranged attack? Is that different to the telepathic connection aspect of it? it they they all use the same, the same basis, okay. yeah, ultimately. Guiding Bolt and Wild Shape, though. I have Guiding Bolt. I have a good thing for Guiding Bolt, so yes. okay. Guiding Bolt. Wild Shape is just Transformers and will probably come up again, so let's leave that one there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Sanctuary. The spell. Yeah, I suppose you could say there's almost like a state of Zen that oh. somebody is in. And Ali Jennings. Healing Word from a Distance. Because we've done up close and personal healing, mm. but you healed someone from far, far away. Yo, get better! Be better now! <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, anything, you know. Is there anything you about can... crystal growth places in the world? Mm. Like, how, how, like, what geological features result in it? That's cool. Um, why? And how big because... could the cavern be? <laughs> how big could the how crystals big be? How big wall? <laughs> so, also, like, Crystals, like crystals. Okay, oh god, I'm going way outside my territory here. But crystals are, are lattices, and yep. every single paper that comes out is all like, oh, and then the lattice, and then the the 
phase. Guess to, what, Sharmini? Uh, You're gonna be doing some reading. Some holes. So I, I just oh. feel like crystals. Crystals, how do they work? <laughs> crystals, how do they work? Is gonna really bring in a whole different crowd. But yes. <laughs> Oh, do get them with the Trojan horse title. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then, yeah. So this is how the lattices form. And, um, exactly. And they're like, wait, where does the sacral valve come into this? <laughs> okay, yeah, so I'll do guiding bolt, you do crystals? Yeah, okay. that would be great. Thank you. Cool. Well, um, I've got to say hats off to, to the DM, to Ali there. For... Ali oh. Jennings! Ali Jennings! Oh, yes! Yeah, From the uh, minute you started describing that wall, I was just like, Oh my god. I can't wait for this to kill me. <laughs> the music as well is oh, it's just gorgeous. Today. It yeah. Makes so much difference to the atmosphere. Well, um, that I think is about as much as our hearts can take for this week. So <laughs> that's where we'll, we'll cut it off for the video and the podcast. If you would like to catch up on all the adventures to date, you can do so on all the socials, uh, which is things like uh, Instagram and our uh, YouTube and uh, on the podcast, but also we do have a website that collates everything together. Should you wish to learn a bit more about us and Twitter and TikTok, how could you forget? Sorry, TikTok. we're quite we're quite big on the TikTok. We are uh, the TikTok. We are. Yeah, I've heard the of these. The occasional video does mm. quite well. Mm. Um, so do check us out on those, and we'll be back next week, I believe it's yes. next week, uh, where yeah. we're going to be talking about some of the science of what we've run into in the D and D brief. <laughs> so um, thank you for joining everybody. And I guess we will see you, or you'll hear us, next week. My precious voices. <laughs> Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.